Hey, how you doing? It's Pastor Jay. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. I pray that this word blesses your spirit, empowers you wherever you are, whether it be your home, your workplace, the gym, or even if you're riding in the car. Look, let's advance the kingdom by spreading this word with whoever you come in contact with. That is my ultimate goal is to spread the kingdom and the message of Jesus Christ. I love you. And once again, here's today's message. Be blessed. When you're worried about the future based on your past. And when you do that, and you think about your past mess ups and things, you don't have confidence for your future. Um, and that's something that I've really been trying to look inward and and really study within myself. Why is this getting worse? Why is why is anxiety plaguing my life? Why can't I sleep at night? Because I'm just so anxious about whatever, you know, and I try to talk myself out of it. But the truth of the matter is that I've taken my eyes off of God and he's he cannot put hope in my life. He cannot pour in peace and he cannot pour in joy if I'm not looking at him. So it's like, uh, I know Pastor Jay usually does the illustrations, but it's kind of like, um, let's say you're pouring a glass of water into another glass, but the other glass isn't lined up to actually get that water. That other glass is us. If we're not lined up to receive what God is pouring into us, then how can we ever be filled, you know? So um, learn something new. <laughs> um, amen. Uh, so, also it says, because our minds have forgotten who we are. So, who are we? First Peter 2 and 9 says that we are a chosen people, royal priesthood. Um, we have to remember, one, because of Genesis 1, 26 and 27, God created us in his image. We are a chosen people, we're a royal priesthood. So, we are, are created for a specific reason. That is to praise God. When we praise we are able to to build that confidence. So, another really good illustration. When we go to games, you know, basketball games and football games and watch them on TV, when you know that your team is really good, when you know that your team is going to win, what do you do? You cheer, right? You cheer for them. So, we know who God is, right? We cheer, cheer on God. Praise him. Praise him even in the midst of, of what it is that you're dealing with. Um, and what I've kind of learned after going all, over all of this is that praise confuses the enemy, right? So when you're, I know when Elijah's at home and he starts screaming and doing whatever and I'm trying to focus on something, I get distracted because I'm like, what are you doing? What's going on? And it's because of the smallest things that he gets excited about but you have to think about that when something happens you know and, and there's so much noise and 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 everything that's happening you get distracted praise confuses the enemy and it allows you to focus on God and everything that he has done so when we think about the past think of it in that sense that God has brought you from those things that God has, has placed you in a new position and where you came from is where he came from, but he brought you from there. So just focus on God and praise and confuse the enemy so that anxiety won't last this long. 
first point. God is greater than what has us down. Um, and that's coming from 1 John 3, verse 20 through 22. When you get there, <laughs> now I know what Pastor Jay means when he's like, y'all cheated. <laughs> eh, not really there. <laughs> have to wait on anybody okay and so the word reads verse 20 even if we feel guilty and this is the NLT version so your version might read a little bit different but in this version it says even if we feel guilty God is greater than our feelings and he knows everything dear friends if we don't feel guilty we can come to God with bold confidence and we will receive from him whatever we ask because we obey him and do the things that please him. Okay. So, another blueprint. Um, but the one thing that I do appreciate about the Bible, the one thing I appreciate about the different translations, first of all, um, because I know that the King James Version might be a little difficult to understand with all the these and thous and foremost and everything like that. But it breaks it down to really show us that the authors of these books are human. <laughs> and that's something that, you know, as a kid growing up and always, you know, being at church and reading the Bible, you always think these people are just perfect. You know, even when you read about the disciples and they talk about, you know, their lawmakers and tax repairs and all this stuff, you don't really think, okay. They're lawyers, so they got a great career. Okay, great. But people didn't like them. They went through a whole bunch of stuff. So even in this book, it says, even if we feel guilty, because we will, when we do wrong, we feel guilty. That's just our human nature. Um, it, it lets us know and it reminds us that God is greater than our feelings. And feelings can be so overwhelming. I mean, just between me and you, I deal with feelings every day. <laughs> And, and feelings are very much a part of us, but what it's saying is that feelings are greater than what might be, you know, attached in our spirits. And we really need to focus on God and the fact that, you know, he recognizes that we feel a certain way. He knows that, okay, well, I feel like I missed this answer on this test or I messed up this lab result or I messed up and ran the light. I don't know. You just mess up, and sometimes you just feel like, ugh, I just totally messed up the rest of my day, or I can never bounce back from it. And a lot of us can be melodramatic. I can be. So is Elijah. Um, he gets it from his mom. But God recognizes that, but he is also greater than. And so that is also showing us that he gives us hope, and even in the midst of the guilty or the guilt that we feel in our lives. And it says that if we shake that guilt feeling by focusing on God, um, then we can come to him with a bold confidence. So what is confidence? The feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something, a firm trust. So we have a bold and firm trust in God that he will bring us out of whatever is going on with us at the time. And to that end, 
with that bold confidence, we know that when we're sitting there anxious and we're upset and we're just confused and going through all types of things that we can still ask him, God, help me get through this, help me overcome this, and that he will give us what we ask for because we're obeying him, keeping our eyes on him and not wavering uh, because he fulfills all of his promises, right? Yay! <laughs> um, and another thing, um, it says that God has called us out of darkness into light. So even with that anxiety feeling, um, you know, a lot of times when I'm facing heavy anxiety, or if I have a panic attack, or if I have a, just an attack on my spirit, um, it, everything just feels dark. It feels heavy. It feels that you can't escape it, and you're just kind of sitting there rocking back and forth in a chair by yourself, and people think you're crazy. but. Even in that, in the midst of that darkness, God has called us out of the darkness into his marvelous light because he is. We are because he is. Point four. God is greater than what caused us to lose confidence. So a lot of times we think, um, well, I lost a friend or I have a failed marriage or I failed this class, uh, I hurt somebody, didn't mean to, you know, or even if I did mean to and I feel sorry about it afterwards, you know, we lose confidence in ourselves according to the things that we do in our strength. Um, but God is greater than those things that have happened in our lives. We really should just focus on the fact that you know God is continuously is and he never isn't you know um, that he is always going to be our strength he's always going to be our source of hope he's always going to be the one that puts joy into our spirits and not anything else or anyone else um, because we can't look to man to fulfill us right so we are we are spirit right God created us as spirits. Um, yes, he put us in a human body. We're made in, as dirt. So when we pass away, we turn back into dirt. But we're spirits, and so only the spirit can pour into a spirit. So we have to focus on God so he can pour into us and give us exactly what we need. Another quote that I found um, by our former president, Theodore Roosevelt. It says, each time we face our fear, which is courage, we gain strength, courage, and confidence in the doing. And what is the doing? Facing our fear. Um, so keep that in mind. Every time you face a fear, for me, it might be my future. I'm scared of my future. I don't know what it holds. And that was what I was saying earlier. When we don't know something, it causes us to freak out sometimes because it's uncharted territory. We've never been there before. I don't know how to, you know, go into a new city Yes, we have GPS now, but before there was GPS, there were maps. And that probably would have freaked me out if I ever had to use a map to get someplace. Um, but I don't know how we got around without our phones. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, just not knowing what's coming can be scary. Um, but. And it causes us to just 
you know, waver sometimes because, you know, it's like us being in the dark and we're trying to feel around and, you know, okay, well, maybe if I go this direction, I'll find my way and not knowing you're walking right into a hole, you know. But you have to focus on the light that is God. Um, so that, that leads us into our next scripture, uh, which is, or, well, our next point, I'm sorry. It says, if we lose confidence, this is how we get it back. Obedience in doing God's word and trusting him. Um, another scripture uh, that I wanted to add is Romans 12 and 12. That's Romans 12 and 12. When you get there, say, I'm lucky. Um, so before we read the scripture, I just wanted to read to you the definition of hope. Hope is a feeling of trust, a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. So when we talk about confidence and hope, they both talk about trust in their definition. Um, Romans 12 and 12 says, rejoice and our confident hope be patient in trouble and keep on praying um one way that we can that we are to stay connected to god is through communication with him through relationship with him that is the way that we stay connected to god and through that is praying um one thing that I can say that over the years that I lost was my connection to God because I stopped praying. Um, I allowed myself to get so lost in depression and anxiety to think that, okay, God doesn't ever hear me. Or he hears me, but my sin is so great that he probably doesn't even want to look at me. I'm probably a disgrace. You know, you just get so wrapped up in all of these lies about yourself that you believe to be true um but you know there's always that light that god presents to us in the darkness and that's hope um and that that hope that he gave us in the form of his son jesus coming down and dying for our sins uh like we talked about uh, a few weeks ago i know uh, mother bell said that I wouldn't go and die on the cross for my son, <laughs> you know? Will we really do that for each other? Will we, you know, now, I know Elijah's my baby. I'll try to protect him as, as best as I possibly can. That's my baby. But, you know, God did something that he did not have to do for us. And his son was sent to die for our sins. Um, and that's that hope that he gave us that even in the midst of the darkness, even when we've done so much, that we still have a better day tomorrow. We still have hope for tomorrow. We still have a better next minute. We don't even have to wait 24 hours, you know? You can take control and allow God to take control, and the next second you can decide, I'm gonna do better and keep trying. God gave us new mercies, you know? and Yes, it says new mercies every day, but it's new mercies 
always because God is and he's continuous so the new mercies are continuous we just have to get out of our own heads and step out on faith in him and trust him um, so that we can be confident in him and have a, a confident hope in everything that he is able to do for us um, so it says rejoice be patient keep praying rejoice or praise to confuse the enemy be patient patience is a virtue not many of us have a lot of it Elijah should raise his hand too um, that is another thing that you know is a uh, opportunity for God to work in my life we'll say that instead of it being a problem it is an opportunity for God to work in my life and for me to get better you know so rejoicing and praising being patient and waiting um, and praying in the midst of that because even when God gives um, I think it said in the Bible when God uh, gave instruction to the disciples that he was coming they didn't just wait they still prayed they kept working you know prayer without works is dead so even in the midst of your waiting keep praying and um, even in that praying God will still talk to you while he's working on whatever you ask him for you know and keep you busy <laughs> so um, my last point that I'm gonna do today will be our sixth point and it says your confidence can overflow when connected to the source of hope Jeremiah 17 verse 5 through 8 When you get there, I'm wealthy. Are you? Amen. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, and so the scripture reads, verse 5, This is what the Lord says, Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness in an uninhabited salty land. And we know salt dries up things, right? Even though it does season, but anyway. Uh, verse 7 reads, But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planting along the river bank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought or waiting. <laughs> Their leaves stay green, and they never stop producing fruit. So uh, this scripture kind of has a lot to unpack, but um, I don't know if you guys have the Bible app, but on my app I was able to highlight them, uh, verse 5 and 6 in one color, and verse 7 and 8 in a different one. So... The first that it says, this is what the Lord says, Cursed are those who put their trust in humans, who rely on human strength, and their hearts turn away from the Lord. Uh, all right. I'm 4'10", 149 pounds. Try not to move it up to 150, even though the scale says 150. We'll keep it at 149. Um, 149 is enough. Um, but then I, I can't do <laughs> that much. It, 
you want to have me support you on a ladder, if you fall, I'm not going to be able to catch you. I'm just not. Sorry. I would love to, but I can't, okay? Um, but that just speaks to human strength, okay? You cannot, we can only take so much, and and the, the cares of this world are, are overwhelming. They're not meant for us to hold by ourselves. It's not meant, even though I try so very hard to do it. I try to take on everything and try to help everybody, which you do what you can, you know. I think I get that from my mom. <laughs> but it's not meant for us. It's The burdens of the world are not meant for us to carry because we're human. We're not supernatural. Through God we are, but we're not meant to carry those things. And it says that they are stunted. They are like stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness in an uninhabited salty land. So um, if we think back to the times that we were depressed, the times that we were not confident, the times that we were having panic attacks or anxiety, you feel enclosed. You feel like you can't really move anywhere. I know that I've always said I just feel stunted. I feel like I, I can't grow. I can't do anything. You feel stagnant. You feel just dried up. You don't have any motivation. You don't have any will to do anything. But that's because you have no hope. But there's always a but. Thank God for that. Because of Jesus, there's always a but. Um, but blessed are those who trust in the Lord. So there's that word again, trust. And have made the Lord their hope and confidence. There's those other words, hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along the river bank with roots that roots that reach deep into the water. So we've seen this scripture in Psalms. We've seen it all over the word where it talks about trees that are planted by the rivers of water. And roots go so deep. We don't even, they're like glaciers. You know, you see a glacier at the top, but you don't realize how deep it goes under the water the same thing with roots you know mobile is known for what oak trees dolphin street when you see the roots all in the street and breaking up the ground and everything but that's just what you see on the top those trees have been there for longer than we've been alive or thought of <laughs> and they reach so far down into the ground um but even if it just can touch that water and it's just drawing from the source we have to remember that God is our source of hope, and we keep drawing from him in order to help us get to the next point. Um, so whenever I get to another point of thinking that, you know, I'm not confident in something, then I just have to look at God and fix my eyes on him and trust him to lead me to wherever he's taking me in my life. Even if I don't know where in the world that is, how I'm going to get there, what car I'm going to take to get there, what road we're taking, you know, God knows. And I have to rest in the fact that he does know and that he's got my back, you know, and that he's always going to have my back. And it says that such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. So there's a lot of times when... When we do trust God, because I've actually done it before. I don't know why I don't do it now. 
<laughs> um, but when we trust God and we do allow him to lead us, we don't think about anything else. Elijah don't think about how he gets to school. He just knows that he's going. He don't think about eating. He just knows that he's going to eat. If he says it enough times, he's going to get some chicken and some sauce. And he's going to get some cake. And he's going to get cookies. And, you know, we are God's children. <laughs> we will remind, you know, if we think back to when we were kids, we'll keep reminding our parents every so often, hey, I want to go do this. I want to do this. Or I need this. Or I need this for school. Or I need these shoes you know we keep reminding our parents so if we're God's children and we keep reminding him of who he is to us and who he made us to be eventually we'll get to that point that we've asked him you know to take us and it's going to be by his direction and not ours so that is where we'll stop today on confidence amen